Hi, Coach Money. We are live. We got Fernando, Christina, myself. We're trying this format tonight. Like, yeah. you have to let us know if you like this one better or let me do the other one so you guys can see or this way better. Yeah. <laughs> let, let us know and we will uh, we'll do whichever one you guys like better. Um, so we have been really slow with doing the uh, Mondays. We got a little lazy over the summer. Um, for anyone who missed it, Christina and I went live on Saturday and kind of talked about you know, what we've been doing this past summer. And um, we are going to try to get back into the mix. We're not probably going to be perfect yet because I haven't booked all the different Mondays. But Fernando's uh, been very gracious to come on the show tonight and kick it off for us so we can uh, get back on track. So thank you, Fernando. Uh, pleasure. I think everybody was having the same problem, right? I mean, we have kids in the houses that we usually don't have, and we have interactions and problematics. I haven't, as guilty as that in my, in my group, I haven't done my show in like four or five months either. Uh, it's been very difficult for me to book people, to have a continuation and stuff like that, because they're like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing next Monday. Yes. You know, so it's like, okay. And a lot of people that we're doing business are no longer you know, with us around. I mean, I have seen many, many influencers that we're very loud four or five months ago, and I haven't heard from them in quite some time either. So uh, it's interesting times. <laughs> yes, very okay. interesting. Everybody's kind of getting all mixed up. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll all come out stronger, hopefully. Um, but thank you guys all for being here. I got Christine, Patty, Dwayne. Um, it's so good to be uh, seeing everybody again. And thank you guys all for watching Saturday, too. Yeah. So well, as you guys are coming in, put in the chat if you are currently using Shopify or if you would like to be. Um, I, I I obviously have Shopify for the Merch Money website, but I haven't done it for an individual print-on-demand store yet. So I didn't, I didn't know your Merch Money store was a Shopify store. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. is. Yep. Yeah. And we've actually sold things on it. So yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a functioning store. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I it's one of those things that's kind of always on my to-do list, but like way, like for some reason, way down. So that that's one of the opening things I wanted to talk about is I know you love Shopify and, and building a brand and all of that. So for people like me that for some reason just sort of have gravitated towards merge and Redbubble and things like that. What would you tell us of of why it's so important to get started with Shopify? Well, I mean, there are different different animals. They're entirely completely different animals. I mean, a lot of people think that it's the natural move to go from merge by Amazon to go into Shopify, and sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. You know, at the end of the day, it's about how into the business you really are. I see a lot of people jumping saying, I'm ready to go into Shopify, but then the reality is that they haven't really achieved any level of sales on merch. And then they take the lack of, you know, of lack of real successes and take it into, into Shopify. And now they're having to face expenses that they have never faced. Mm -hmm. You know, like having to run an ad or having to pay for a monthly fee for a store or having to do something with having to keep the store, you know, running and being, being efficient. A Shopify store can be run with as little as $30 a month, you know, and just keep it lean. 
and it can be run onto uh, you know thousands of dollars a month in different apps and different stuff like that. And a lot of people get that idea, but it's a very expensive business. It is, but when you are making a lot of money, it gets really expensive. Mm. You know, it's like when you have this expensive car, right? You start buying all the add-ons, so they're expensive and more expensive and more expensive, but you got the money to do it. The money is coming in, you know? And Shopify is like, if you don't have traffic, why do you need a retargeting app, for example? But a lot of people say, go and get your retargeting app because you don't want to miss those customers. And it's like, yeah. yeah, it's $30 a month for a retargeting app that you are not retargeting anybody. You know, so I start mean, lean, basically. Yeah, start start, start really basic. You have to start getting those people. You gotta get your pixel a little warm. You know, and you guys, you don't know what pixel is. It's like the Facebook. It's like the cookies that we have in websites. It's the Facebook, you know, name that they gave to, to the cookie. It's called Pixel. And okay. in your store, and every time somebody goes to your store, they leave a footprint. That that's when now Facebook knows that you did it. Just like Google Analytics has their own number that they track your store for traffic and behaviors of people in your store. That is very important and that is free. So you don't have to even spend a dime on that one. There we go. Well, let's let's stop things. there for just a second. So we, we do have people in the chat that are using Shopify. So awesome. So Christine's using Shopify, Patty's using Shopify, um, Monty's using Shopify, and Dwayne says he is going to soon. So awesome. So we've got good people watching that will be able to help uh, help us uh, ask the right questions. Yeah, we have all around the world. And, yeah, learn. Yeah. So um, when you say merge by Amazon, I think the most logical step for merge is to jump into Etsy first. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, before you even go into Shopify to jump to Etsy, learn some customers, customer, customer servers, learn how to deal with returns, build a stomach to, uh, you know, to have, you know, those claims and reactions and lose some of your money when somebody claims that the product got lost and you have to send it down from your pocket or you have to get refunds, you have to get some discounts. It's one of the problems that I see with a lot of people jump from, you know, from the, not only from marriage, but from the royalty base is that they are not used to handling absolutely nothing related to building a customer. Yeah. So they're going to this Shopify, you know, full blast, they spend all this money on ads and then, and then they're making net money and then all the complaints start arriving and they have no idea how to handle them, not the stomach. And they're like, I don't want to give my money away. I leave money at the table. Uh, is Shopify is about leaving money at the table to make more money. You know, it's about knowing it. how to increase that car value and drive the sale. Uh, you know, to get it bigger and bigger and bigger. So let's and let's let's break that down. So the benefits of doing Shopify. Um, let's see. In my mind, this is it. So tell me if I'm right. The benefits is you're building a brand so that you, you can it. own your own brand on your own uh have your own customers your own email list um and also advertising it's easier to connect it to facebook and other advertising platforms and see who's clicking on your ads see all yeah. of those yes is that the main benefits am i missing anything it is a big benefit for sure but let's take a step back yeah okay. Merch amazon shut down you know a couple of months ago, nobody could sell absolutely nothing. Nobody made money absolutely nothing. They depended entirely on Amazon's behavior. Amazon said, you know what, we're going to sell and we don't care about you. We care about the customer. We care about our employees. You just happen to be, you know, people getting royalties. Pretty much they give us the finger to say, you know, we are not going to get you absolutely nothing. We are busy. We're going to follow our own rules and we're going to do it the way we want to do it. 
that's it. You know, they didn't find a solution to find another printer like many other companies did. They didn't find anything. So you know what? We're going to just shut down. Okay. So what happens? A lot of people jump into Etsy. And Etsy is like, okay, you can sell. You can do whatever you want. You can sell masks and blah, blah, blah. But then everybody right now, look at all this, the stress that everybody's having because of the delays on shipment, the delays on traffic, the delays on production, all the delays are having, and they're all afraid that they're going to lose their accounts because of so many negative feedbacks. So whenever you're working for a third party involved in the, in the equation, you depend on their good graces. You know, so when they are the ones that rage you, when they are the ones that say you can sell, you cannot sell, you're out there. In Shopify, when that happened, everybody who had a Shopify store, we were like, okay, our supplier closed. But guess what? We have about 20 more suppliers that we can pick. Mm. And we started getting around and we never stopped selling. And while some other were trying to gather themselves, we were still just pushing product. We had no issues because, you know, we could find ways to keep on selling. That if Facebook said you cannot you're gonna promote maps, it's okay. We can promote any other product that we can just put in the in our listings. We also have masks and we manage to sell masks. So you're not reliant on the rules of Etsy or Amazon. You you can be in control of your own business. Yes. Right? I mean, yeah. yes, you, you, you're you're at the mercy of Facebook because you know, in a way, they can say you broke some rule or something, and they can say you you know, we are gonna stop allowing yeah. you to run ads. Yeah, you start around rename the store get a new like, facebook ad account and there you go you can join <laughs> you know what all the customers you had were years all the pixel mm-hmm. that you had was yours all the emails you had were years everything you had is yours so, so they- shopify shopify is not like etsy or amazon they don't have like rules like they're not going to kick you off their platform they are they can. they can uh in a way they can because people can complain that you are selling like you know, like uh, products that are trademark and they can report you into Shopify and Shopify, Shopify can block you. Uh, they can re- complain to you, you know, to, to, to PayPal and PayPal can say, you know what we do. You do to Shopify payments as well. And they, they don't see tracking numbers. They're like, hey, you are not fulfilling your, ne- your, your necessities. They can also, in a way, close you. But it takes a lot. But yeah, day, it's like a... You turn, again, you, you open a new business, turn around, and you open a new business because you have all your customers, you have everything else, and you keep you keep going, right? Okay. The, email, the email is the most important fact in business, right? Uh, they can, right now, if they were to shut you down on Facebook, mm-hmm. you have an email account from every single per- member that joined your group. You can just say, you know what? We just open a new group, join us in this other group, because I use email, every single one of my email lists. Not yeah, everyone's yeah. going to join back, but a lot of people will follow. The ones that matter yeah. Follow, you know. So it's about it's about building that brand, building that loyalty, and building that recurring revenue. You will never have recurring revenue merch by Amazon, for example. You don't own the customer. Mm-hmm. Amazon will have recurring customers. Yes, they will. From our own efforts, they keep coming to you, but they they are not really your customers. They're Amazon's customers. Yeah. Etsy is in the middle. Etsy is like we share you the customer. Yes, we give you their emails. But you can only bring them back to us, okay? Mm-hmm. You can email them by bringing them back to us. If we don't, if we catch you, we can close you because you're driving traffic somewhere somewhere else, and we, but it's very difficult to be caught. But they could, right? Shopify, it's is you're your own boss. It's you, you're you are your own brand. You and you have 
you know, you have your future. And at the end of the day, you say one day, you know what? I don't want to be in business. You can actually sell your email list. You can sell your store. And you can say, here it is. And That's a huge benefit right there. I forgot to say that. You own a sellable business. That's amazing. Yeah. And you should be selling for about five times, you know, whatever you are making. So Christopher says, I caught a live stream. Welcome. So good to see you. We um we have um Chris scheduled to be on the show in a couple weeks, so or next week even I think I don't know I'm losing track of time. But <laughs> next awesome. week, yeah, yeah. So sell a little business because it looks like I look like I'm a dwarf next to you guys. Chair is so short. Okay. So, um, yeah. So so lots. Lots of benefits. So let's say that someone has been doing merch for about a year um, and they're ready to start to learn how to build a brand. What what are some things to start thinking about? When are people ready to make the leap to Shopify? What what are, what do you recommend? Shopify needs to be niche. Okay. okay. That's rule number one. It needs to be niche because when you're bringing customers to buy to your store, they give you an email, right? And they're, mm -hmm. and also they're affecting your Facebook pixel. So Facebook, it starts tracking the behaviors of your people that go into your store. And if they are niche, they know who to send to your store and the ads can start getting cheaper. Same for your emails. When you are sending an email to your customer, say, this is a new product of the week. If they bought a soccer, you know, let's say, a, a, you, have a, let's say you have a general sports store and they okay. bought soccer shirt. And next week you send them, hey, here are all our new volleyball, you know, products. They will be like, I don't care about volleyball. I'm gonna, <laughs> right. you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna unsubscribe to this because I don't want to hear volleyball. Maybe next year was tennis, and then it was football, and then it was something else. They're like, I want soccer products. You know, this story is not for me. They're gonna leave. They're gonna forget about it. They're gonna unsubscribe. And your list is, just, your list, you're just getting a big leak of leads. Mm -hmm. And they're affecting your, you know, your pixel as well because one day you're promoting something and something else. So, first of all, you have to be niche. So, one of the things about merch that a lot of people when they teach merch is that they go wide, go see what's six in the wall, and go and do everything you want. So, very few merch sellers are niche, and they haven't really found their niche. So that is number one. Number two is that you want to go into Shopify. You got to have at least a couple of winners already in your portfolio. And by winners, I mean some shirts and products that have sold more than once. <laughs> you can tell me I'm tier 1,000 and it's a congratulations, there's 1,000 shirts. How many of one do you sell? Well, I sell 1,000 of each. Yeah, <laughs> that is not going to work in Shopify. If you can Shopify, you have to have about 20, 30 designs that are going to be making you the money. That, as he, in, in Merch, is about 1,000 selling one, and in Shopify, it's about one selling 1,000. Mm. So you got to really start getting first in niche and then getting it finding winners and then you go into Shopify and say okay now i can focus on and then also you change your mentality when you start looking for design designs you know in merch you are paying like six seven eight ten dollars and you're like yeah give me a bunch of those because i have to keep my my quota in shopify you're like let me pay probably a little more per design but let me get a quality, unique design that is going to do something else. So our actually our cost in design in Shopify is way lower than Merge because we are literally adding two or three products every single month. That's yeah. all. 
we are not looking to add 400 listings every single day. Right. And also, we don't want to be adding any racing because that affects our SEO. We don't want Google to be getting first a, a link to one shirt and then the next week is gone. We don't want to delete those. So we don't want to make our store all clunky and full of junk. We want to keep it with things that we know that either sell or drive traffic. Because you know there are some products that drive a lot of traffic, but they never sell. Mm. There's products that don't drive a lot of traffic, but get a lot of sales. Because when you see them in the ads, these ones that drive a lot of traffic, people are like, oh my God, I like it so much. And then they go and they're like, I don't want to wear it. It's funny as hell, but I would never wear it, right? But then they go, what else you got? And it's when they buy something else, they buy the one that sells. When mm. you have the one that sells, it probably gets you know distracted in tights because it was probably as catchy as the other one. So you have to have combinations of those, mm -hmm. but have but you have to keep them to you know are in in control of how many products and and what you are going to be specializing on because you want to make it easy for the customer to navigate your store. So having a thousand designs, like some people go and do this because I have a thousand designs, I'm going to go to a Shopify. Yeah, I, I feel like you would make more, but it's not like that. Big load, especially if these copycat stores that is nothing but copying, and they have like oh, a thousand yeah. different designs in there. And it's like they don't sell because you know what? Customers lose patience. First of all, it takes forever to load. The stores are super slow, so they want to get something faster. You got to keep them to a weight that they have to. You see, a, an image has to be about 80 kabytes, and people keep them like 600 to a thousand megabytes. It's yeah. crazy when you have five, six images loading and customers like, yeah, I don't want that. I want fast. Most of these people go into the net and they were looking at Facebook and they're like, oh, nice cute shirt. I'm going to click on it. And most of these people were in a break or sometimes driving or whatever they were. They were distracted. They saw it. They liked it. They click on it. And it takes 30 seconds to upload. They're like, I don't want it that much. They go back <laughs> and they move on. So it's something like you got to get used to those things. And so it's not about you are making a lot of sales on marriage. It's about are you ready to nail down your niche? Yeah. And it's not just the niche, right? It's also the uh, paying attention to your customers. So if you have, um, you know, a cooking shirt that's designed for like a female target audience, but then you also have one that's for maybe like, I don't know, I can't think of an example, like a totally different customer. You wanna try to keep it all geared towards one customer and like one kind of style, right? Like, do you do you recommend having um, maybe like your own designer, your own VA designer so that all the shirts sort of have they the same have kind of style? They don't have to because you, you can create collections. Okay. You know, you can create different collections and you can target different collections and different stuff and and you when and when you get into emails from the customers, you can start you can kind of segment them into different lists based on what okay. they bought. Okay. So you but at the same but you yes, you want to keep them in niche. So when you email them, say that this is the niche that we have. But yes, you can you can have different products. You know, you can have like V-necks and then you have like round necks, and then you have like some other type of crop top or whatever you want to. Mm -hmm. uh, with different styles. That doesn't mean you know that is not. Now you don't want to go. You know, oh, very traditional and very gothic. Yeah, that is not going to happen. Even though that's the same message, that's the whole different types of markets, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mean different styles of products. I meant like different styles from artists. Because sometimes yeah. one artist draws a certain way and then another artist is so completely different that it might not look right in a store. At least for me, yeah. like 
especially in the beginning, I used to buy designs from different companies kind of just to see what they're like because people would ask me and merge money and I wanted to make sure I had tried all these different ones. <laughs> so um, I have, sometimes I have a lot of shirts in one niche, but they all look a little different because they're from different artists. So I'm I like, I don't think this would work very well in the store. They can look a little different, mm -hmm. but they can look big completely. Like, you know, like, yeah. it's all, like say, like, a lot of yours are like, you know, in bold lettering and kind of feminine and things like that. And then you go one that is like graffiti and stuff like that. That completely crashes. Right. Yeah, that is a whole different target customer. You're looking for also changing yeah. your demographics. You want to keep your demographics, you know, and, and Shopify, the demographics are anywhere from 28 to 55 years old. Okay. Because anybody younger than 28 is broke. They don't have much to buy. <laughs> Okay. And that costs money. So I mean, it, 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 it is a rule, you know, a rule. We, I mean, some some people would even say that not target anybody on younger than thirty. You know, uh, okay. some people would say go and target somebody twenty five or older, but most people would say you know fifty five is a good age. Some people would say sixty five is a good age. You know, but it depends on your niche. You wouldn't have to find out what your niche is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If your niche is very youth targeted. Yeah, you probably want to go with a you know younger you know younger audience. Your niche is more for you know for the adult uh, you know for the adult that is now you know full time you know job and parents and stuff like that. Because now you want to have some ones and things like that. Then you got to think about two. You have to market. You have the market that they have first. They are moms and second they are buyers. So you got to have target thinking about anyone from thirty five to 55, 55 years old. Jacob Bates is like, calm down. I'm younger than twenty eight. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was laughing on, right? too because I had a really, really good job in my 20s. And I'm like, I'm still trying to catch up to where about, I was in my 20s. About, you know, <laughs> I'm talking about general demographics, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I mean, let's be honest. Most 20-year-olds still live at home with their parents and they still under their insurance. So they are not really looking to spend money, you know. when when That's the people that are going to tell you, why do you want to charge me $24 for a shirt if I can go to Target and pay 8 yeah, uh, the type of people that post those, post those messages, you know, in your stores and they start complaining about why, you know, you ads is the people that go and always complain about the cost of you ad. It's because they, you know, they they see like I can buy that at Target for twenty eight dollars. I mean, eight dollars. I can go to, you know, to uh, Walmart or whatever I want. Or I can go to JC Penny and buy it for twelve bucks. Why would I pay you twenty four dollars? You know, it's around anymore. What's that? <laughs> I said, if JC Penny's around anymore, oh, or, full, or, or, Texas. I don't know if they're anywhere else, but we are full here. I'm, they're, they're still opening. I guess it's, I guess it's popular here. I don't yeah. know. I do have a question about about niche. So, um, what do you think about product niche? So, like you know, I think when you're talking niche, you're talking kind of like a hobby or a passion or whatever. How do you feel about someone who has like picks a product? Maybe it's mugs, and that's all they sell. How do you feel about a Shopify store with that type of niche sort of thing? Like they work, but at the, at the end of the day, when you realize. Even those stores are niched down to a, a, a few niches that marry together well. Okay. Okay. Like, for example, you know, you go into an, in, into something that it's about, like, don't like like jokes or animals. Yeah, they will have okay. like pandas. They will have like the unicorns. They will have like the bears and stuff like that. They will have all, all sorts of like cute animals, but then then they won't have like a trucker driver or they won't have a race car in there. They are like they they still 
have some sort of niche because at the same purpose, I say, you don't want to lose the emails. You don't want to be targeting the wrong people and then having a bunch of unsubscribes. What right. people don't realize is that emails cost money, a lot of money. Because okay. when you are running a, an email, a, a Facebook ad, oh, yeah. you're trying to get a sale. The reality is that you, what you're trying to get is, a, is an email. Okay. Every single ad, the purpose of that ad is to get an email. There, you know, if you talk to anybody who's making millions of dollars, they say we make we lose money on our first sale. Mm -hmm. Okay. To get that email because they believe that from that email they can make enough money to recover the loss and more, and that's how they make the business profitable. So whenever we want, that's why all these Shopify stores always have like all these newsletters popping and out this wheelio deal trying to get everybody to give the email because that yeah. pays my ad. That gives me at least something yeah. out of my ad. So the more emails you have, the more organic traffic you can get, the better the audience you can build, and the cheaper you, your store gets. That is why you want to get those emails. But if the, and then you're getting those emails and then you're losing them as fast as you're getting them, then you're wasting, wasting all the opportunity you had from that specific email. You're just wasting money, dumping lots of money. You know, um, an email should generate you about a dollar a month. Okay. Okay. I think you've told me that before. Somebody it's told me that. It's a rule of thumb that every email should generate you a dollar a month. So you have, and some people that are like, you know, real marketers, they actually say it's a dollar a week. But these people that are just focusing on sending emails okay. and emails, and it's all they do, gather and promote. So if you have 10,000 emails, you should be making $10,000 out of those emails every single month, right? If not, you are not using your email list correctly. You're used losing, you know, because having 10,000 emails is going to cost you about $300 to actually to host, you know, in Klaviyo or any other one of those emails. So they cost you money to even to host them. So yeah. you've got to keep them using them. And every single time you send an email, yes, you're going to get a bunch of subscribes, but you should be always getting more emails every single day as well. Okay. So, I mean, in email, it's going to, you're probably about 1% of every single email you send is going to drop. Sometimes it's like half a percent, sometimes it's a little more. But people drop and people get at it. But your email list should always be growing. And mm -hmm. the bigger they are, the more money they make. So, just think about this. You have a, you, you finally reach out to have a $100,000, I mean, a 100,000 email list now that you're a $1.2 million store a year. Right? Wow. So, because the chances are is the one email out of that. Does that have to do with um, what kind of products you're selling, like the cost of it? Like if you're selling t-shirts for $10, is that going to be where you're making less than if you're selling, I don't know, some kind of product that's a couple hundred dollars or like leggings or something that you could sell for a little higher price point? All your emails were gathered in the, in the price range that you are going to continue to sell. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you you don't you cannot expect an email that you got from my selling you know forty ninety nine dollar mugs and then yeah. not expect to be making the same conversions from that email by selling them canvases that are for three hundred dollars. I mean it's yeah. gonna change. Now the conversion may change, but it's more margins of money, so maybe you will make it more. So it's, okay. it's, uh, it's so it all evens out. Still like about a dollar an email. It should be. Okay. And guys, feel free to ask questions as we go along. Um, so I um, saw somewhere where you were talking about the Shopify uh, course that you just made, and that's starting tomorrow, right? Or soon? 
Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, it's, it's opening tomorrow. I mean, you can sell today, you guys want to, but uh, it has about 10, 10 videos that I haven't finished editing. So okay. I, but I mean, if the, you guys want to get it, you can get it. And by the time that you actually get there, it's yeah. going to be completely loaded. Uh, so tell I, us about that. What, how did how did you set it up? What's what's included in it? Tell us about it. So let me ask you answered Patty. Uh, Patty, I use ConvertKit for my personal business email, but I use Clavio for Shopify. Um, okay. I don't use uh, I, I use I only use Clavio for Shopify. Clavio is free until you get about two hundred emails or something like that. I don't remember the number. So that gives you I mean. The first hundred sales is the most difficult sales you will actually get. So it would take you a couple of months probably to get to the first hundred sales. And then it's those are coming easier because your pixel is warm and you're now you're starting to understand your audience. Uh, and then it gets a little more expensive than any other autoresponder there is outside. But Clavio integrates with your Shopify store, so you can create your email your emails based on your products. You as you are typing your email, you actually start getting tags on products that you want to attach to it. And you and every and then all these statistics get attached also to your Shopify store, so you actually can keep track of what product people click on your emails, and you can get data that you will never get out of ConvertKit for you know for for Shopify. So glad I feel like I need to take notes on that. We we've yeah, been using Aweber, but that doesn't that sounds Aweber, like it has. Aweber, I only use it for Etsy. Okay, and okay. to be honest with you, a Weber, I only use it to capture the email. So mm -hmm, I yeah. really have only the $49.99 account. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they come out, they come here, I about once a week, I remove all the emails and I put them onto ConvertKit. Oh, okay. Uh, I think Weber is trash, but it, <laughs> it, but it's the only one that actually works with Etsy. So uh, it's okay. how I grab my emails and then I do all my email marketing campaigns through ConvertKit for that purpose. Now, the way I keep my Clavio account use, I mean, low is that whenever it's about six months after no, somebody has not made a no, second purchase, I remove them from my Clavio list and mm -hmm. then I, can, I put them into my ConvertKit, which is a lot cheaper. And then I just keep my emails there to continue until they unsubscribe, but they are now there not being on the Clavio. So my Clavio doesn't get any, any, any higher in cost because Clavio is about twice as more expensive as ConvertKit. And I used to have emails that are not converting, it's a waste of money. So right. I, that's what I, I think. like Nathan's comment. This is my brother. He's like, hi, good to get an honest opinion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you said Aweber was trash. We, yeah, we, um, well, not we, I, I will not speak for Christina. Myself, I need to learn um, all these different email things and, and that this is entering into a whole world I know nothing about. Um, we have an email list. We barely do anything with it. <laughs> so, I mean, really, I, I have an email list. I know how to do Clavio. I know how to do all this. Mm -hmm. But in my, in my in my funnels, I still haven't mastered probably 30% of what you can do with an email. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because now email integrations are about tags and, 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 and points of, you know, uh, in the chain of the funnel, as the person keeps going to the funnel and tag gets added to that email account and attack gets removed, which mm -hmm. triggers different auctions. And as the actions get triggered, you start sending them different stuff. I haven't even touched the beginning of what you can do with emails. You can yeah. actually create out like, you know, and I've, 
you can do Grafono with that's, the email. That is definitely help. something I need to learn. It's, um, it's amazing. Now, uh, Fernando, does your course cover some of this email marketing as well, like Clav using Clavio and using ConvertKit? I cover Clavio shortly because okay. a course on email marketing is a full course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will be giving, you know, like some templates that you guys can use. Uh, like for example, for Christmas, I have a couple of templates that I have I have used that I, I can share those so people can use that just load them into the Clavio account and use them or into whatever or your your you know your server you use. But I do not teach email marketing. That will be a whole course. It's like yeah. you know it's 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 complex. And to be honest, I don't know of a single course that is actually focused on e-commerce specifically for marketing campaigns. So that's you know, what I was going to ask you next. I'm like, well, who do you recommend? Because no, I feel like I, I haven't I asked you because I was trying to find somebody that I could partner with for this course to create a section and then yeah. buy another course if they wanted to. So to get more knowledge, and I yeah. couldn't find a single person that specializes that was affordable. Yeah. <laughs> There's like some yeah, that are like, you know, $5,000 or so. Uh, email marketing. You email learn marketing from is Chris Blair, right? Chris Blair doesn't teach email marketing. It's, oh, it's, he doesn't. No, he is about Facebook ads. He's good at Facebook okay. ads, but he doesn't teach email marketing. Uh, you know, in, at least in his course in Econ Vantage, I don't think he covers email marketing. Yeah, he doesn't. Um, okay. I, I don't, honestly don't know who does. Uh, okay. There we go. This is why I don't know it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> be after teaching it. But well, you at least kind of cover just the basic, like, the okay, basic. here's here's what you need to know as far as how to at least collect them, where to yes. put them, that is, that is and specific. sort of, okay. Yeah, how to connect okay. them, how to send emails once in a while and stuff like that, yes. You want okay. to start create actions into, you know, like when somebody looks into these products and name an email, when some, you got to go into Clavio's training. And Clavio has a lot of training, for example, on how to do every single thing of that. They have okay. a lot of emails, YouTube videos, and how to do it. And that's how I learned myself. I did a lot of YouTube training with them. Uh, they have their official channel. So you can go and they tell you, this is how you do it. This is how you integrate it. And this is how you send. So, oh, okay. No. Yes. Perfect. Are you seeing Christopher's comment? Is yeah, that what you're looking at? I was able to launch. You, you weren't able to launch it? Then launch what? Oh, so uh, he's asking about your retail venture. How were you able to launch it? Weren't no, you going to open a store? No, I mean, right now it's just, it's just um, timing couldn't have been worse, right? No, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, it worse. I, I, was, I was a week away from signing the contract. Uh, we kind of found the perfect spot. Uh, I had all the vendors aligned, and um, then this started to happen. And we decided to pull the news to just to say, you know, uh, no, we're going to wait. Because it had been a couple of weeks later, you would have had to deal yes, with those. Yes, we're, we're, we're blessed. I mean, I cannot complain. That's we're true. Blessed. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a little dream shattered for the moment, but it, we are blessed in the way that we I could I could be right now at a lot of negative money. Um, yeah, right. I mean, I don't know how it's every state, but I mean, even though he lives in, in the suburb of Houston, Everything around me is going under. It's yeah. it's a bunch of business going under. So yeah. No, I mean that yeah, Christopher. I I mean I I'm I'm going to launching. Uh, I mean it will be probably 
next year, if not the following. Depends on how it does. I mean, I have no idea yeah. how this is going to happen. Rents yeah. right now are super cheap, and but people are not going. I mean, I, I'm not going to the stores and play, stuff like that. So it's not a good business right now. Yeah, so for anybody watching in the future, we're talking about the coronavirus. <laughs> Everything is shut down. So yeah. it makes it hard to have uh, retail stores. But who knows? I mean, we'll see in the future if it ends up being, if it kind of has a resurgence, because so many have closed that there might be an opportunity. Oh, I'll open it. It's, 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 this is actually a lifetime dream. I mean, uh, having a hobby store mm -hmm. is more like an obsession kind of deal. <laughs> it, it will open, but uh, I don't use it on when. I mean, it's... Okay. I, I have to wait for the right timing again, uh, yeah. you know, and, and everything else. Yeah. So yes, um, you asked me okay. a question and I completely went off track, I think. That's okay, that's okay. We um, we were talking about the starting to learn what what do you have in the course and who is it good for? Like, is this a beginner course of like how to set up the Shopify store? Well, if you took the Etsy course, which I part of, I mean, I'm sure you guys, you, got, you, you girls got saw it, it's the same isn't the same format uh it's uh, a lot of people ask me you know this i i you know but this for advanced i'm like no it's not for advanced um mm -hmm. i don't presume to teach advanced because you know what i have never made a million dollars in sales in my shopify store so i am not going to pretend i have the lamborghini i'm not going to pretend <laughs> that i have i'm, I'm answering your money I do have a six-figure income that I live very comfortable and I enjoy it. And I, yes, and I'm aiming for more and more every, every year. That is yeah. my goal. So I can only teach you how to get as far as I went. Okay. Uh, so, and that is, you know, and, and there is people to teach in different levels, right? There's an intro and the middle. And, and I, my, I consider myself and somebody who teaches people in the in, in intro entry and to the mid level. And so yep. advanced level can benefit from this? Probably yes, because sometimes people went to advanced level without uh, setting everything up correctly. And now they're facing some problematics when as we you know, trying to scale that they realize that they left some gaps that are incomplete and they need to fill and they don't know where to go. So yeah, sometimes it fixes, but you saw the Etsy course, it's the same way here. I spent okay. a good amount of time going through the, every single setting in the store, every single little hole that people, Perfect. you know, you have to feel and why you need to feel it. The oh, same way so I did in the Etsy course, I go said, you, you need to do this for this reason. You need to do this for the other reason. Uh, this is the way this works. This is why you have to have it. This one you can ignore and everything little by little. So it's about two or three sections that completely focus on how to set it up correctly. And this is for print on demand. So like some people yeah. might take a Shopify course and it's just in general e-commerce. This is specific to print on demand. Well, right? the setting up for any business, right? Yeah. Uh, is the, the way I call it Shopify POD, you know, POD is because people know me for POD. And mm -hmm. I have some sections that I talk about the suppliers that I use and I, you know, and, and the apps that I use that are good for POD. However, okay. you can use it for anything you want. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. it's you, you using in order to, to sections you can completely do a Shopify store and have a good Shopify store running. Um, but I do a lot of, you know, because of a lot of Shopify, you know, integrations, like for example, uh, when you go to T-Launch or Custom Cut or all these people, they give you, when you go and create a product and they integrate to, send it to your store, they use PNG files. Mm -hmm. And the PNG files are super heavy. There are 600 megabytes to three, to three, to 3,000 megabytes. 
Mm. And, you know, so when you have five different shirts, five different colors and stuff like that, now you have gigabytes in that data there, you know, running. Mm. You have each image, each image at 80 kilobytes, you know, and so it's about how to remove the image, how to upload a new image, how to connect the image to the listing and how to keep it on the loop so that everything works back again. So you can increase your loading speeds drastically. Wow, um, that is you, really helpful because that's not something that I would even think about. Like that, that I focus right in the, in the main in the main, main main page, and and I tell you also, look, there's a bunch of Shopify app, you know teams that are free, and I tell you which one is the best one. I think it is there, but. Perfect. Just think about the Shopify teams are not done for optimization. They are just done to give you a team. And mm -hmm. they are not gonna be the best ones for you to loading and helping you with your marketing and, and att attracting deals. Sadly, the good teams cost money, you know, and some teams are better than others. Okay. Uh, a lot of teams are done for people that don't know jack about the business and they are go and look for the most attractive you know, team, and they're like, oh my God, this is beautiful. I gotta use it. And this team is super heavy. Then, you know, you have to literally drop all the stuff that you thought was pretty to make it actually work. So okay. it's about finding the right speed in your store. I I have videos on how to create your Facebook ad account, how to get the pixel oh, installed, and how to run your first ads. I don't go into very specific difficult ads, because that will be a whole course as well. Yeah. You know, and, and you know a good Facebook ads training. I mean, you can find some of them for 30 bucks at you know uh Udemy, but a good Facebook ad training costs anywhere from a thousand to five thousand dollars. And uh, that's what results because I can you know you can teach how to do certain, but then you want to start running carousels, so you want to start running retargeting apps, and you want to start running every single different type of app at then it's a whole different deal. Right. I, have, I have somebody, I have a friend who gave a master class on SEO because I'm not an SEO expert. I mean, I understand it, but I don't know how to explain it. So he went and actually created the, the, the you know, the, 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 the tutorial and he explained, he went into the sections that I didn't touch inside the Shopify store and where you actually go and tweak it so that Google can actually find you. And oh, he gives wow. That's so we have a lot of different little thingies that we go and make it, you know, work. And the importance of having a Facebook page, the importance of having social media presence, because at the end of the day, what you want is to have the store to be run as organically as possible, because that is going to decrease your cost, you know, on ads. Yeah. The more Google and Facebook knows who your audience is, the easier it is to run an ad to your store and the more money you actually make. That's amazing. So you have yeah. so you cover the SEO part a little bit. You and then you also have the Facebook ads and setting up social media. That's awesome. So it all all works together. And you talk about the providers, um, yeah, which are some providers that I have used that I actually trust. Um, okay. So which ones just uh, like is it? Which ones are in there? Do you use Printful or or Printful now? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just asking. Okay, Printful. I I, I like Printful. Okay, and don't don't make, make me wrong. I mean, for a while, actually, during this season, I I saw a bunch of products from Printful 
into you know an Etsy because you know let's be honest they got some products that were interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, but the pricing is awful. The pricing is one is probably one of the most expensive suppliers there are. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, the quality is great. They have cute you know Unix and stuff like that and whatever you do. They have good customer service. But at the end of the day, it doesn't justify when you are running, uh, you know, uh, you know, volume and running for. And yes, they offer you volume discounts, but to be honest, even with even if you get a very high tier discount, the discounts still don't make any sense because I can go to Custom Cat and Custom Cat will also give me a volume discount, and it's gonna be always cheaper. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I do cover like Custom Cat. I cover Key Launch. I cover okay. Um uh which we're gonna have a training from china at some point because I, i've been talking to the owners okay. uh that'd be great so shine on he's saying so that's the uh jewelry jewelry yeah. uh, we have a uh we have a, a full sublimation supplier there that i didn't i, I don't want to disclose because it's kind of like uh you know um this guy has amazing products uh, but it's not one of those that people talk about uh you know all over the place and they have a couple more that are there that you know that um, people don't talk about a lot, but they mm -hmm. don't. Greenfo, uh, I think is the best supplier for somebody who is getting started, even on Shopify, okay. because it's the easiest integration there is. I mean, okay. nothing that is as easy as integrating Shopify. All the integrations get more complicated because of the ways of the, the nature of the products they're offering. So, you know, so it's one of those that you want to get to get started and then you say, you oh, know, now let me find something that's going to get me better, but faster service and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm better price. Uh, Shopify is about making the best, the best out of your buck. So the more money you make, the more money you can put on ads, the more money you can put on ads, the more money you make. Mm -hmm. So. You don't want to be you paying suppliers because it's easy. You want to be looking for you know for better returns. And a Shopify store has to be also about finding the unique product that is going to make you different. So I made sure that every single supplier that I include had products that were not found anywhere else. I have a supplier for watches. I have supplier for wallets. I have supplier for purses. Uh, I have supplier for different types of frame. I have suppliers for uh skateboard wall art i mean it's different suppliers for different things different type of mugs that you don't find you know another you know printful or different suppliers that are as basic as that uh, right yes guten is has nice product but it's, it's expensive as well and i have yeah. different suppliers that actually have better pricing you can integrate them with Etsy, but you can integrate them with Shopify. So it gives you a big advantage. Of this is why it's helpful to have it specific to print on demand, Shopify with print on demand, because it does make a difference if you're trying to have enough margin with print on demand to do the Facebook ads and get the Shopify store going. It's I think I think it's great that you put this together. Yeah. And if I wouldn't have known, I probably would have just done printful. Okay, yes, quick question. Normal. I mean, you ask anybody from yeah. Earth, like who you would you use in Shopify. Probably seven out of ten will say Printful. It's mm -hmm. because it's, it's or or Shirley because right now it's popular amongst groups right now to talk about Shirley. I have no idea why, uh, but it seems like people love Shirley. Uh, it has become like famous lately. I don't know why, uh, but it's they probably say that because it's the top of the top of their tongues, you know. But yeah. you ask anybody in the Shopify world, they use Shirley. They don't know who it is. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's. 
you don't know. They don't know. Or they don't want to printify. Anybody in the Shopify world said, I don't know who that is. You know, uh, I mean, they're known in the Etsy world, but more in the merch by Amazon community because it's what they have actually kind of like latch on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it, you know, you go to the other suppliers and like, no, we don't use those. There's a different yeah. type of, there are so many options that you can yeah. use. Okay. Yeah. So no. that you don't, you, you, you start looking for the better, better, better deal and better quality. Uh, and one thing that is more important and what makes the difference today in Shopify is that almost every single integrator now are focusing on customization. And it's something that you cannot, for example, you will never be able to offer on Amazon or Merch, at least a Merch. I have sold Amazon custom for many years and the level of customization is frustrating, is very basic. Yeah. Uh, it's obsolete to say the least, but the volume <laughs> justifies, you know, the, the pains, right? But if Amazon custom, custom, Amazon, custom, custom of Amazon will do a better job than that, which I know they have because I got spoken to the, to the VP there in a couple of meetings. They haven't tried, but they will have to completely revamp the whole platform and that's impossible. Right. So they don't. But in Shopify, you have live integrations that actually do live customization, which allows you to sell your products for far more and increasing your, you know, your margins. They don't cost you a dollar, a dollar more. For example, in Custom Cat, you can use Custom Cat, and you can do in, you you can just create basic shirts and use offer customization, and they won't charge you an extra dime because what, at the end of the day, what they get is an SVG file that you still can print this, and it's inside the parameters. It's like, sure, we'll print it. They don't cost you a dime, and you can charge four dollars more, five dollars more for a shirt used to say Fernando on it. You know, uh, because that is such a good tip right there. Oh my gosh, unique. Now, for example, Shine On charges you for engraving, you know, but they charge you like $5 to engrave and you charge like $15 extra for engraving. So they make you profit as well. And that, in, I mean, it's just profit over profit, right? And without yeah. even having to do nothing extra and all these other products that are there, you can just add customization to them. You know, uh, T-Launch has these, combos that you can only do in Shopify. For example, you want to sell the mommy and me packages, which is yeah. the mommy shirt and the onesie. You can actually create that package onto in T-Launch and they will create a listing for you on Shopify where they would show the onesie and they would show the you know, the, the T-shirt. And then you say, okay, I want this one and I want this one, this size and this size, and you can even customize it and they will send it to you. And you can even say, I want to add the dad's shirt in there as well. So it makes it, yes, you will make a little less money out of that sale, but you will make a lot more because they, they didn't buy the shirt only or the onesie only, and they bought two products. Yeah. And that wow. they, That's a lot of good stuff in there. That's yeah. what does, does, the community fails sometimes. They, does your course cover? cover that? Does your course cover that, um, that mommy and me type yeah. of thing? <laughs> like how to set that up? Okay. Yes. Yeah, because that's huge when you can do bundles or, um, yeah, yeah, like the, the yeah. another quick question. Um, okay, so I, people who aren't familiar with Shopify um, that may be watching this, how much money of a, an, an initial investment should someone expect if they're starting up a Shopify store? Because I know there's the monthly fee, there's the integrations, there's the potential to buy a theme. What would you recommend, you know, as far as like how much does someone need 
to start that store up the right way. Yeah. Well, the, the store is going to cost you thirty dollars a month. They're going to give you fifteen days for free. Um, they will give you two months for free and during COVID, but they're going to give you 15, 15 days for free, which is enough to set it up. To be honest, I suggest that you don't you you don't open a store until you have all the stuff ready to start loading. Okay. Uh, so, you know, so that you can save five ten days doing that. You will need a domain, which you can get a name cheap for ten dollars a month, I mean, a year. Nothing complicated. The domain has to include your niche in some form or another, so that it can help you help you with SEO. I see so many people that you speak random names that make absolutely zero sense. Um, <laughs> you know, you you have to have your, your niche somewhere in there so that it helps with SEO. It's not as much as it used to once, but it still do is heavy in your SEO. So that is ten dollars an initial. It's a lay ninety five plus taxes. Uh, you can start with a team that is called minimal which is free uh but if you have the money to invest in a good team i will go with turbo from under the sand over the sun under the sandbox or the sandbox or out of the sandbox well it, it was one of those out of the sandbox and that one is about 300 dollars. okay but it's the best team there is for the price of course you want to go more customizable you can you can pay somebody to you know somebody in fiverr or in one of those places to go on play with your with your liquids and which is the coding deal and they can make it better mm-hmm. uh, but under the out of the sandbox for turbo has a lot of tutorials on youtube on how to go and mess with the code and how to okay. make your team even better yeah. um, i have a page used for collections out of collections and stuff like that and things like that that i create um you can create a block inside of it you know that actually makes more sense you can, you can do a lot of coding into that stuff and it, so that will cost you about 300 dollars. okay you will have to have an seo app because etsy and shopify as, as it is it helps with seo but you will have to have an app and the app is about 20 dollars a month okay uh now you don't need it but i recommend having it from the beginning so you actually start to be honest, you should start with SEO before you even start doing anything else. The, okay. the, the sooner the, it's easier to start your SEO from fresh so that Google finds you and Google knows starts doing your indexing before you start making all these changes because then whatever you did, you remove and you add and then Google is start getting all crazy. <laughs> so that SEO is about $20. Uh, I do one app that helps me, even though I re- I cut my images small, this app trims them even more. Okay. And then they rename my images to the name of the product. So that helps also with SEO. That's about $10 a month. Um, Clavio is free until you make some amount of sales or some amount of emails. So once you start making sales, that thing is going to pay for itself so you don't have to worry about that um any other types of retargeting like retargeting apps and stuff like that yes you will need those but i would say until you start at least getting some 50 sales or something like that you don't, don't there it's useless to pay 20 dollars a month or 10 dollars a month or whatever they cost to retarget someone because somebody came today and retargeted and then nobody comes until three days from today uh yeah. what you're getting continuous traffic yes you want to pay something for that mm-hmm. um and that's all it that's you have to have for facebook ads too right yes you have to pay for facebook ads um to be honest 
Facebook ads, it depends on how deep you want to go. Um, at the end of the day, it's not a real number, I can tell you, because the truth isn't there to be holder. I can tell you, you can spend $200, you will make sales. And probably you're one of those people that have no taste whatsoever on design. And you think your design is beautiful and you run $200 in that, in that specific design. And you are like, is this going to sell? And you keep going and going. I have seen people spending $3,000 in one design and still get upset because that didn't sell. And that happens a lot. You go to the Shopify groups. That's one that has 8,000 members. You will see it every day. There is one person saying, I'm 3,000 in the red and I didn't make a sale. Why is he not selling every thousand? Because it's decided to go that deep. Try $5 first. Yeah. So you can yeah. test first, see how it reacts. If not, move on to the next. Yeah. If one thing is true in more than ever in Shopify is that you cannot fall in love with your product. Yes. It will it, it will drive you, it will, it will, it will, it will get you broke. You know, it's like it's like be ready to dump the product as soon as they tell you the audience will tell you now. The yeah, bigger you are, you are the less money you're going to spend on on testing because okay. once you have a lot of followers on facebook pages and stuff like that you can just actually share hey we're thinking about it in this one what do you think and they're gonna tell you right away they like it or hate it yeah so if, if, if they don't if they don't like it why even bother running an ad why even bother loading it you know a lot of people will go and ask hey yeah we my designer just came up with this in what product would you like to see it and the customers will tell you we want to see it in this product that's what yeah. you have to have a Facebook page and get it engaged. They will be a perfect, perfect to help you do market research. Uh, but in the, while you you don't have a, a page, you have to go and run testing ads. You know, engagement yeah. and see how they react. You know, in, in case you have no idea what engagement ads are, engagement ads are the cheapest forms of all ads. Okay, Facebook has identified this group of people that they believe that their only purpose in life is to like, share, or comment in a product, okay? <laughs> so, and these people is the time that anything that gets shown in them, they feel they have to like it. It's like, uh -huh. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you go, oh, you have a relative. My, I know my mom is one of those. Everything that comes, she has to like, and then she shares, and then she gets obsessed, you don't comment. Uh, and those are, the, those, those are the engagement ads for. If those people who like, share, and comment for whatever the reason, don't even like your product, you don't stand a chance, okay? Yeah. So if those people say, yes, we like it, and the cost and the volume that they of the lights you got is, in a, is aligned with the minimums that you have to get, now you say, okay, now I can try. Because mm -hmm. believe me, when you're on an engagement and nobody likes it, you know your product is horrible. <laughs> it is what it is you know i mean yeah. these people are really the only the only thing they have in life is to like like share and comment it's all they do okay and and the more they like it the more they share and the more they like it the more they comment so you get a good combination of likes shares and comments you know you have a winner and then it's when you move into the ads right so and i know it's kind of like harsh but it's the way it is <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is so helpful, Fernando. And I just want to say hi to Ashley. Ashley joined and Michael James. Um, thank you guys. I have uh, another oh, quick question for Fernando. Um, do the integrations with the pod partners cost anything like T Launch, Custom Cat? T Launch is free, China is free. Every other one is okay. That they are, okay, for example, Custom Cat is free and not free. 
okay? <laughs> it's free, but you will pay for a premium price for their products. Okay. Like for example, a shirt will be like $8.50 on the free on the free version. Okay. And if you're going to the paid version, which is $30 a month, the shirt is gonna cost you $6.50. So okay. $2 savings on that one. And every and every single product is gonna be different pricing. Uh, okay. So what I say is if you don't have customers get for free. And once you start, once you see that you know that you're getting traction, upgrade to the to, to the pay like, to the pay version, you will make a lot more money. Yeah, uh, and they and you also get like you're you're paying the $30, you get uh premium customer service, which is like you will go in front of the line than everybody else. Okay. Uh, which pretty much everybody who's using custom cottage is paying the 30 bucks anyways. Uh, okay. Uh, but that is that. And the other one, there is another one that is, I don't remember the name. It's the one, it's the voice animation, same thing. That one is $10 a month. Uh, and you can get it for free and they have a different a pricing and then you can pay $10 and you get a, you get a way cheaper pricer. Uh, the reason why they do this and and you will start seeing this more and more and more, and more integrations is because people are abusing them. Uh, they, it costs them a lot of you know bandwidth to upload and transfer to the stores and get all these connections and stuff like that. And okay. then stores don't make, don't make sales. Gotcha. So what they're doing is like if they want to recover at least the cost of the, you know you wasting their app and so they are like you know little by little saying we give you benefits you pay for it which is cheaper which is the real price that you should be paying for them anyways but it's still a, a full price custom cat has a lot of products that is way cheaper than cheap than china and any other competition okay uh, custom cat just bought uh a, a cunic i don't remember the version of the cunic but now they can print on polyester so they're oh, gonna. Wow. Be, so now they're gonna be bringing a lot of different products that are for sports, uh, like different type jogging stuff and things like that. Wow. They they are the only ones that really have a lot of products already for sports, but okay. they want even more stuff. Uh, so be in the lookout for that. And they have the bio ultraviolet printing, and they have other stuff as well. Okay. So they, have, they have different different options of products. But and yeah. how are how are they doing right now? We did have that question in our merch money group um, from someone looking to connect custom cat to Etsy. Um, Cause we heard that that is a new integration that they're mm -hmm. offering. And mm -hmm. um, they were asking us about um, production and turnaround times and things like that. And I wasn't familiar, but is that something that you can comment on? Any other, any product from is good, but the masks. Okay, okay. The masks, they had a supplier that they had, they had problems with the supplier okay. and then they moved to a different supplier and then the supplier, it, the masks are getting too, uh, they're too thin. Okay. So they're getting like, people are breathing and they're like, the mask is like, like, like sucking on them. Uh, so it's, they're having a lot of problems. With masks. And then there's a bunch of nasty users in the group. You go into the group, there's a bunch of nasty, and sadly, it's a bunch of people in this community okay. that, are, that are really, really being nasty in the group to the point that custom guy saying that, yeah, we're thinking about just not doing this product. Uh, but in a way, it was their fault. It was their fault because they didn't keep quality control. 
but when it comes to shirts and everything else, uh, Custom Cat is a multi-million dollar facility. They have a lot of printers and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, they're okay. the most reliable when it comes to quarter four. Okay, but, great. But I masked, they were a total failure. Okay, okay. Well, that's fair. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, we were, we were. I'm I'm so glad you remembered to ask that because I totally forgot to ask that. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's, it, and it is what it is. So I mean, some products have some products I work well, and some products just are total. You know. I mean, yeah. like printful with the gators, right? They, they messed up with the, the, the original ones with the mock-ups and people got a lot of complaints. They correct them later. I mean, I never corrected them. <laughs> I gave up on them. I was born already of making gators, but yeah. huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, another uh, quick Shopify question. Is there a limit on the amount of pod partners or uh, pod suppliers that you can connect to your Shopify store or that you recommend connecting? No, it's not. Now, okay. you don't want to have your store with too many apps running because okay. every, every call, every, every app you have has call outs and callbacks. Okay. All these apps are connecting back and forth with their, you know, with what they're working. And then, then that is slows your, your store. So the more apps you have running, sure. the more apps are, are, are having conversations with all the apps. So, it slows down your process. Also, okay. the thing is that you want to be really conscious about shipping. Okay. Not every product was the same, and not every Ooh. product is the same to ship. And, you know, and not every product in the mass supplier has the same shipping costs. So you have to be really careful, you know, about setting your shipping strategies because if you offer products that are like two pounds each, and then you offer shirts or you offer the mask and then you offer a combination of shippings and all those like say example $75 gets free shipping and they buy three tumblers and they buy one mask well the shipping is going to be very expensive for three tumblers and nothing for the mask so you'll end up, end up you are going to end up losing money okay right? so you got to really and that's what Shopify allows you to say you can run free shipping on a specific collections and then we say, oh, this collection only, I have free shipping for this one. And these ones, no. And there are some apps uh, that actually I plan to add into the, into the mix uh, or in the course that you can install the app and then you can create shipping tables per supplier. Okay. And, uh, and, then, when some, and then when somebody buys 25 at the end, they will tell you, hey, this is the shipping based on all these different uh, suppliers. So that, because, then you tell them it because the package is going to be leaving from different warehouses. We cannot charge you, you know, a flat rate. This is going to happen. It's very rare, to be honest, when somebody orders something from two or three different warehouses. Has to be somebody who is literally just going Christmas shopping in your store and say, "I'm going to get everything from here." Which usually, when people go, they're like, "I'm going to buy five of this shirt and then I'm going to leave," right? Uh, right. But they don't go and searching your whole store trying to add to the cart it happens but it's very rare okay. but you have to be really conscious that the more suppliers you have the more difficulties you're going to have creating shipping tables Makes and sense. the more all over the place you are in your products the more you're going to be able to do because shopify has only two forms of of, of shipping one is by weight 
You have to create a, a chipping table by weight, which is literally a pain in the behind. Okay. And then you have one that is by by sale. So like okay. X amount to X amount of dollars is, is, is chipping. And that is very random because you can say from zero to 25 is $5 and it could be $25, it can be a wine tumbler or it can be two mugs and it can, or it can be one shirt. So it's also very, you know, you know that all your products are gonna are gonna land in by combination are gonna land in certain rules, then you can create them like that. But when you have weights that are way off and suppliers that are way off, that ends up getting complicated. And, and then people like to add things like payload profits, which is from China, and then completely changes your shipping. And then you go and have other suppliers, you know, like Motifi, which is in you know in, in uh in uh england because they're like we want to supply you know as well you know europe and now they start adding all these different suppliers all over the world it gets very complex so you okay. want to create a table for them okay and, and that you. Is, if you want to add more suppliers it's best to have the app and the app is like ten dollars okay but this is I, so helpful fernando thank you so much so much to think about but was there anything was there anything that you wanted to say or cover that we haven't really talked about yet? I know we're like out of pretty much out of time, but um, if there's anything that we haven't covered yet, feel free to fill in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Shopify people has this idea that is very difficult, and and it, it is really not. Uh, I mean, the app is not as wishy weak as people say it is. As, as Shopify likes you to think, wishy weak is what you see, what you get, right? It's like they they make you believe that it's about going and adding your domain and adding the product and you're ready. No, it needs some tweaking, but the course makes it very easy to follow these steps and actually set them up. So it's gonna take you a couple of days. Yes, it's not one you don't want to have your store running tomorrow. It's gonna take you a couple of days. You have to really be conscious about your niche, okay? Because the niche has to be. One, first of all, you have to understand your niche. Second, you gotta be passionate about your niche. And third, you gotta really love your niche. Otherwise, you are gonna lose interest because you're gonna have to make content for the niche, for your Facebook page, for your Instagram account, or for your Pinterest account, or whatever you wanna do your marketing. You're gonna be doing content every single day of your life. And if you don't like it, you hate your niche, you're just gonna lose interest, which is what happened with my teaching niche. I lost interest. It made me money, but it, I lost interest because the reality is that my wife was a teacher. You know, mm. I was a teacher and it was close to my heart because she's a teacher, but the idea was that she was going to control the store one day, but she never did. You know, so after a while I started losing interest and my store just completely collapsed. Now the store I, I'm using it, I renamed it because I was going to use it for my hobby store because it had a lot of SEO and lots of stuff. It was getting traffic. And I said, well, it was going to be board games. Teachers also do board games. And I still sell randomly, I share here and there, because, you know, I have a bunch of things, you know, Pinterest and stuff like that. So it's still there, but I don't care about it anymore. Mm. However, you know, when you have a niche that you like, it's very easy to create the content. It's very easy to actually to communicate with your designers on what you want. You understand what you need. Yeah. You know, like, for example, right now, middle, we're in the middle of elections. And let's say... You want to create a pro-Trump store, and you hate Donald Trump. Yeah, but it's not. You want to create a pro-Trump store because he makes a lot of money. Let's be honest; that that his brand makes a lot of money. 
and I don't want to get into politics. I don't care what you think about politics, but it's it's a money maker. But you hate the guy with passion. You will never make a sale. Yeah. Because you will never be able to find the right product because you will never get into mind of what people that can't do relate. Yeah. Believe. You are never gonna resonate with them. And you know you dread creating content for that. You're gonna be dreading saying I love Trump every day in your Facebook page. <laughs> You're not gonna want to do the post on Facebook or whatever. Work. And, and and I know it's a little radical to explain that example, but it's the easiest example there is available today. Yeah. It's yeah. a thing you're waiting to happen, right? Same thing, you you are a pro-Trumper, you want to do Biden. You think the guy's a moron. You are never going to say that he's the smartest guy alive. It is impossible to say it. You know, he's never going to come out of your mouth good. You are never going to be able to build a good product. So same thing happens. You want to build a, any niche that you want. You want to do a beer niche, you better be a goddamn good drinker. You know, because you're going to be making a lot of jokes about it. You're going to be making a lot of suggestions. People on your Facebook page are going to ask you, what beer do you like? What beer do you recommend? They're going to be asking you all sorts of beer comments. And you're like, I'm really bored about Rosé wine. Guess what? Your audience is going to hate you. You know, so you you got to really commit to what you're doing. Yeah. And that's an important, that is probably one of the most important things about anything you do in print on demand or even whatever, like, you have to have a passion for your niche. And, you know, we get questions all the time about how do you be successful on Merch by Amazon? That's also how you're successful on Merch by Amazon, on Etsy, on Shopify, knowing your niche and having a passion for it so that you can speak the language of those customers. So. Yeah. yeah. You know, April Scott, right? Um, she, she I, th I feel like you had heard of her. Anyway, she was one of our last guests on the show um, before we took a break. And she's the one that has a da dachshund. I never say that right. That kind da of dog. Dachshunds, the wiener oh, dogs. My oh my gosh. Okay. I just am trying to read the word instead of actually just saying it. Anyway, yeah. um, that uh, she's so. <laughs> I don't know how to say it either. I'm so used to reading it. And then when you say it, I'm like, oh, I forgot that's the I same word. Dogs, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, they, um, uh, she's so good about that because she loves those dogs and she's had such a successful, um, successful store. And, and that's a great example of what I just did. Like, obviously I could never have that store because I can't even say the word right. Like, <laughs> Who was it? April Scott. Oh, I know her. Yes. Yeah, you know her. Um, yes. She was one of our last guests, and and she was talking about exactly what you're saying. Like, you, she would never be able to do everything she's done with that store if she didn't love it. Like, she she knows her customers. Like, she she's met them at the different dog shows and events and things. So, um, you, um, yeah, it's it's so helpful if you really are part of your niche. Yeah, I met her on Reno two years ago now. At a Shopify convention, as a matter of fact. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, she's okay. passionate about her niche. She knows she knows it very well. Yep. Okay, bunch of bunch of questions, I think, or is, I don't know. I I got lost when it's the last comment. <laughs> I know they. Some people were just asking about where to get the link, and then Christina posted it, and it should be on the description somewhere. So, yeah. Um, and if you if you decide that you are more ready for Etsy instead of Shopify right now, you uh, we did a show with Fernando about his Etsy um, course too, and I I do think that's sort of a good uh, step in between if you've mostly mostly been doing merch and things like that. Etsy is a good next step, um, so you could just search through that in the YouTube channel. 
Um, but if you've taken that one and you're ready for the next the next move, uh, I think Shopify is uh, perfect yeah. next step. I think that's where I'm going. I'm gonna I'm gonna be all in on Fernando's course and yeah. Because you think have I'm, a niche. like you have a, a good Etsy store. I, and several, yeah. And I was I was kind of in the process of building out three more Etsy stores when COVID hit, and just based on the shipping issues that I've been having with my supplier, I haven't been comfortable opening those other Etsy stores. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid that I won't hit my timelines and then my ranking is going to suffer. So, so yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to still put those on hold and maybe I'm just going to switch to Shopify. I'll build those out with Shopify instead. So yeah, yeah I'm really excited. You completely own it. And then like Fernando said, it's a sellable asset. So if you're building three at one time, you could always just sell one off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I own, I own probably 30 or 40 different domains. So in all like niches that I love. So I got plenty of stores I can start building out. <laughs> I know I need to start with one, make sure I get it, understand it, and then duplicate that process. Christina could do 30 at one time. Like when you plant flowers, right? You hate thinking of your flowers. Mine always die. And you have to water them every day because you like them, right? You water them every day. You cream and you, you feed them and stuff like that. A store is, is like that, okay? Yeah. It's about continuity. It's about doing it, maintaining it. It's Etsy. It's great. I mean, I love Etsy. I think, you know, and the way I created the Etsy course was that you create the basics to move into Shopify because now you got you got the emails, you get, you get, you test the niche, and now you have the winning products. And I say, you know what, now we're going to move into a Shopify store. And you can have boat running, right? It's like yeah. you keep going. Um, but this course was made to make it easy to understand. It was made to, it's still, you know, in a place that I, if people don't understand a, a certain video, I can still re-record it because I'm still looking for the right uh, tone. Because, you know, when you know how to do something, sometimes you omit certain steps, even mm -hmm. though you write script and stuff like that. And I'm horrible right, following scripts anyways. Uh, but but yeah, it's right now. I think right now is the perfect time. To be honest, quarter four is going to begin. Honestly, I'd already begun. Yeah. <laughs> there is already a lot of people already selling Christmas. Commerce like uh, peak, basically. I mean, everybody yeah. is so used to buying online now from being home for the last several no, months. No, and besides the point, you know, like right now people are already buying Halloween. I mean, it's it's a fact. Yeah. Because they people people already know because everybody has been buying you know cheap you know products online for the last for six months they mm -hmm. know that products are taking forever to get home yeah so you don't have to advertise it anymore saying you have to get ahead because everybody knows that a product's taking three weeks to four weeks to get home because the U.S. Postal Service is if it was a snail mail right now I don't know what it is okay it's <laughs> whatever it's slower than a snail. You know, and then we then we are getting into the election season, which you know everybody wants to use the mail not to vote, and it's gonna get even more, you know, a big funnel now worse. So people are understanding right now that they, they want to get those Halloween Halloween shirts for the pictures for Halloween because nobody's gonna go trick or treating, but everybody wants to take the pictures. They're buying pictures now, True. and people understand that September they're gonna start ordering Christmas presents. I already yeah. saw a couple of ads on Facebook with Christmas 
teams. Okay. Yeah. So people are already starting to get people into Christmas mode. So a Shopify store right now is on perfect time to start yeah. because I don't think we're going to get into the December time in Shopify like we usually do because nope. impossible to guarantee delivery. Yeah. Our best months on Shopify are going to be in October and November. Yes. Okay. And and it, that is that is a fact this year. We're going to have Christmas, I mean, vacation early this year. <laughs> I mean, last year I was working all the way to the 20th. Uh, yeah, you should enjoy Christmas this year. <laughs> this year, I'm going to have probably by the 15th. Be like, happy new year, everyone. We're out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I going to be buying absolutely nothing. So, I mean, right now is the perfect time to start. So I give you a link. I give you. I send you something through the private chat. I forgot to give you before our call. No, I put the link. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I gave you something else. Oh, you gave me something else. Let me see. Yes, I forgot to send it to you before the call. I don't see anything. It's in the private chat. Hmm. In the chat. In the chat. In the oh, 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 oh! I see over here. Oh, yeah. it's not letting me click on it. Woohoo! I see it. I see it. Okay, let me post it. It's so Fernando you, is being very gracious to all of our merch money uh, people who are watching. And it looks like he is offering with code merch money, um, all one word, you can save $50 on his uh, new Shopify course. Yes. Oh, good. You posted it. Awesome. Thank you, Fernando. Sorry. Yeah. I and is there an expiration date on that coupon code? Let me see. Uh, the 31st. 31st. Okay. Christopher's asking about the um, Etsy course. that You still have that one up and running too, right? Yes. You should have. Let me see if I can find your link. Give me a minute. Yeah, I'm looking for it too. It's in our um, spreadsheet. It's in Merch Money. I got it. Don't worry. Links. Mm. Yep, I've got it here. Thank you, guys. Okay, <laughs> here is the Etsy. No help right now. Etsy's gonna be good. This cute play too. Here we go, guys. Make you another fifty dollar coupon for Etsy as well. Give me a minute. Oh, awesome! Mm -hmm. Nice. Awesome. Let me campaign. Let's see. Chris, I'm so excited for you to be on the show next week. I knew it was the 24th, but I was thinking the 24th was a long time from now. I can't believe that's this coming Monday. Yeah, <laughs> no. we're there. <laughs> Man, time is flying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> And thank you for going over time and everything, Fernando. You're awesome. Okay. Yes, thank you. It's nice to be talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to people other than family, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I love my family and all, but man, it's, okay. it's yeah. This is the coupon for I, I can for some reason I cannot post in the comments. That's what I I'm giving it to you guys in the private. Okay, sure. But uh, it's fifty dollars. Also, uh, merch money Etsy is the coupon for Etsy course. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. And this is fifty dollars off, and probably until August thirty first. Yeah, I give it the same time. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Fernando. Oh, my pleasure. Thank and you. Thank for you for making because oh my gosh, making a course is like 
Whew, I never actually did it because I would get, um, <laughs> it's you know, too hard for me. I get too frustrated. <laughs> I went, last morning, I, I went, my, my sister has a beach house. So I went and I locked myself in her house for three days and I didn't finish it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I tried to do a Pinterest one and I'm just like, oh my God, I can't do it. Luckily, Christina loves making like webinars it's and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh gosh. Yes. Yeah. I, I appreciate people who make courses so much more now. I'm like, oh my gosh, I will pay you way more because it's just, it's so much work. I don't know how, like it's, I don't yeah, think people, it's people don't realize they think it's just about doing it. It's, it's a lot of research and a lot of, because I mean, when you know how to do something mm -hmm. and you have been doing it for so long, people think that it's easy to teach that you know to somebody who is new but you gotta remove your expertise and then you gotta go a little way behind and, and start thinking about okay how would somebody new do it mm -hmm. and, and and it's like and i didn't learn it that way i learned it a different way and by yeah. trial and errors and stuff like that so the, you gotta go and sometimes you gotta do research and how to you know how do you feel this information because you're like I don't remember how I did it four years ago, yeah. you know, so, and things change. Yeah. I mean, all the settings, when I was reading the new Disney store uh, for this course, a lot of the way the store now looks is very different than my store actually looks because I set up my store based on uh, a different version of Shopify. Mm -hmm. So some of the things I'm like, I'm sure this thing was here and it's no longer there. Now it's somewhere else. So you got to start looking at that. And it, I mean, it's, it takes it takes it takes a while to make a course and, and staying on track like you said like it's there's so many directions you could go like all of a sudden you're talking about email marketing or this or that so learning how to like just say what is necessary and not go off on all these different tangents my very first course is that the master in demand the one i made about three four years ago mm -hmm. is that as i was making it when i realized he already had about 80 videos <laughs> I wanted to teach everything, you know, it was, it was like everything and, I had and stuff like that. And I was, I ended up making was a juggernaut that nobody finished. Uh, it was, I mean, everybody told me it was good. Everybody told me, but man, my God, it's so much to learn, but we cannot finish this. It's like yeah. going to college. <laughs> <laughs> it was too big. And, I, and and every time I was like, oh my God, I forgot, I forgot about this. And I went and added another, 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 oh, another, another thing. <laughs> And before I even realized, I was talking about ClickFunnels and I was talking about email marketing and I was talking about, you know, all these different things about making a show, Facebook groups, and, and, and because all that can be connected to mastering print, print on demand. And I added and added and added and added. And I, when I realized, I'm like, and just never actually did a course because like I would be like well we, we didn't talk about trademarks or we didn't talk about this or we didn't talk about that and I'm like like just gave up because it's just too hard yes and in this course I decided that for example trademarks I wasn't going to touch it I realized that you already didn't Shopify you, you already went through understanding all of that which in Etsy I touched a little bit and then when, when I did a course on merch at the time I I, I did heavily it was a whole <laughs> section like four different videos on that because for merchants and people is very important. It's an entry level for most people. Yeah. A lot of you know infringements, and for that, but for Etsy, for the Shopify, I decided that yeah, trademarks is not really something that I need to bother. Mm -hmm. But then I went into the email marketing and I realized, you know what, this is a whole course on its own, and and I'm not the best person to teach this 
because I know how to do it, but I don't, it doesn't mean that my way is the best. Right. It's so measurable. So it's like, you know what, I, I'm going to leave the ex-prestige email marketing. And that is when, you know, when somebody opens a store and people tell them, what is your conversion rate? Somebody who used open a store, you know, is pretty doing this new in the stores. The conversion is going to be anywhere from 1.5% to 3% of every person that goes into your store. Okay. A lot of people think that that is nothing, but that is actually a very good number. Okay. Mm -hmm. Three out of a hundred people that go through your store make a purchase is actually an amazing number. So when people tell them, hey, let me help you increase your store by one, by, by 0.5%. When you don't know nothing about that, you say, my God, that's what are you 1.5%? Right. 1.5% could mean $50,000 more a year. Okay. Or a million dollars a year, depends on what you're doing. Because you see, it's not the 0.5% that increases, you actually increase the 3% is the whole 100% now yourselves. You increase it by 0.5, now you're increasing by one sixth of your sales. So mm -hmm. you're increasing your sales exponentially. And you increase at 1% more, going from three to four, you increase your store sales by 33%. So you were making $300,000 in sales, now you're making $400,000 in sales. So increasing the 1% in your store, it is a lot of money but people people say i don't need that so you'll see copy on people setting a course allow me to increase your sales by one percent and people that don't understand is like why do i want one percent a lot of money so when you learn how to master you know marketing email campaigns you're going to increase a one percent there and when you know how to do ads properly and how to retarget ads you're going to increase another 0.5 percent there you know, a Shopify and POD at 7% conversions is probably literally almost never seen. It's about a 5%. It's a very well-optimized store in Shopify for POD products. That is like the, the PiperLooCollection.com. It's about 7% conversions. But this guy spends millions of dollars on ads every single year. They right. have it nailed, right? So... You want to have conversions, and by once you learn how to do email marketing and how to do Facebook ads correctly, and that's what it pays to invest on more, more, more learning. So yeah. I said, adding adding the email marketing is not gonna coming from me is not gonna teach you how to do that. You're gonna learn how to do it, but not the best way possible. So mm -hmm. I said, you know what? I'm gonna leave that and take it to, from an expert that is gonna guarantee you with a 31 day laboring guarantee that if you don't learn anything they will refund your money which by the way all my courses come with that 30 percent 30 days money back guarantee you don't like it and ask a question i refund your money and we we leave as friends and nothing happens because i understand that even though the vast majority of people that have my course never ask for the money back i understand that some people are going to feel like Fernando's way of teaching, Fernando's way of doing it is I am just not understanding it. And I understand that that happened because, you know, I mean, I was a student once and I, there were many teachers in college that I said, I don't understand this guy at all. And I went and canceled my class and asked for my money back. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, it's, it's, it is business. So learn from other people It actually helps you get more perspectives. Yeah. Thank you so much, Fernando. This has been so great. Yes. And thank you everybody that was watching today and um, 
just if, if you're watching the replay, feel free to post any questions below, any questions you have, um, or you could always message us as well. Um, but I think that's about it for tonight. Thank you so yeah. much. Fernando. Yes, and if anybody has any question, you know, for about the course, send me a message, use, use, their, use their link, uh, but ask me any questions you guys have, I will answer it gladly. If you haven't added me as a friend, go ahead and add me and send me a message. I will answer any course you might, a question you may have about the Etsy or the Shopify course. Okay. Uh, and I will make sure that you understand what is in there. All right, perfect. perfect. Well, thanks guys. Thank we'll see you next Monday. All right. Bye everybody. Bye. Good night, everyone. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't think it's letting me end it. <laughs> we might be stuck.